That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. First Republic, PacWest, Silicon Valley Bank, just a few of the latest casualties in the banking crisis. Don't wait for the email reading, sorry, your account has been frozen. Your accounts aren't safe. Call American Alternative Assets at 866-3USA-GOLD to claim your free gold and silver guide today. Once again, call now, 866-387-2465. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of The Great America Show. I'm Lou Dobbs. Thank you for being with us today. And as we begin this new week, there's sure to be some consternation and confusion aplenty not simply because the Biden regime wants it that way, believe me, that's exactly what they do want, but because in many cases, many Americans, perhaps most, seem oblivious to what reality even looks like, not empirically, not statistically, or even approximately. And worse, those same Americans often don't want to make the effort to find out. And that's where I come in, folks. I like to help patriots who are working for America and making America work. I'm here to serve, and there are lots of questions you and I deserve to have answered. Corporate media isn't going to be of much help to us. They seem to be thrilled to leave every one of us in the shadows and the dark, like nearly 20 years of near-stagnant wages for our middle class. That ended with President Trump's arrival. Most increases in pay in that period went to the highest-paid workers, so let's take a look at a few examples, and forgive me for the numbers, but there are three sets of numbers we do need to deal with, rates, wages, and profits. So please bear with me as we answer a few important questions the corporate media doesn't want to talk about, like why is the Federal Reserve willing to raise interest rates and try to slow down the economy? They say because of inflation. Wow, are wages inflationary? That's what they say, and they hate inflationary wages. But you say if the Fed does raise interest rates, the economy slows down. And with rates now at 5% and mortgage interest rates up to 6 to 7%, folks stop buying houses. They stop buying cars, appliances, and lots of other stuff. Admittedly, most of that other stuff is made overseas, but not all. So less is sold and less is bought by consumers who also happen to work. They work in construction, retail, auto sales throughout our economy. So all the highly sophisticated economists who work at the Federal Reserve and manage interest rates and money, all they can really do is kill your job, push unemployment higher. That's brilliant, don't you think? And you wonder why corporate-owned media doesn't point that out. It's that corporate part. The Fed has other choices, of course. Killing jobs, though, is the simplest, and after all, they're killing our jobs, not theirs. And what about all those banks? Well, don't worry about them, especially the big banks. A number of regional banks have run into trouble. Some have collapsed, but the Fed and the Treasury have taken care of that. Actually, we taxpayers are bailing them out, but they don't mention that often, do they? 
And the big banks, well, they're booming. Don't tell anyone, but the big banks are doing great. Remember how the Fed wanted smaller banks to buy the busted regional banks because they didn't want the big banks to get bigger? Well, get this. The biggest American bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, just got bigger. Hugely. Chase now has 13% of all insured commercial bank deposits in the country. They just reported profits skyrocketing by 50%. $12 billion for the quarter, not the year for the quarter. And most of that money came from those interest rates, those higher interest rates that were raised by the Fed. Net interest income at Chase rose $21 billion for the quarter. See how that works? The Fed kills jobs but feeds banks. And that's the deal, folks. So where would we be without the Fed? Well, we'd have a free market in money and banking, for one. We'd have a free market in credit and capital. And no bigger government, please. A bigger government would only mean a bigger Federal Reserve system. And obviously, we don't need more of what the Federal Reserve delivers now. Let's talk straight about what is happening here. The American middle class and working Americans who aspire to join the middle class are being crushed. Not a single policy of the Biden regime is designed to benefit middle class America. Trillions in inflationary federal spending. $2 trillion a year in deficits, tens of billions of dollars for Ukraine, tens of billions for social justice programs, those policies benefiting corporate interests, U.S. multinationals, Marxist Dem programs, Wall Street, you name it, the illegal immigrants pouring by the millions across our border, the border that Biden ceded to the drug cartels, are competing with American workers for wages, and they're a tax burden at all levels of government crowding our citizens out of schools, hospitals, and health care. The deadly drugs that have crossed that border, killing hundreds of thousands of Americans, and who benefits? Not America, and certainly not Americans. No one has been a stronger critic of Biden's disastrous border and illegal immigration policies than our guest today. Derek Maltz has warned about the spread of deadly fentanyl poisoning throughout the United States. That poison distributed by the Mexican drug cartels who work with the Chinese and kill those hundreds of thousands of Americans. Derek Maltz is the former director of the Special Operations Division of the Drug Enforcement Agency. And Derek, it's great to have you back with us. Welcome. The fentanyl death toll of young Americans still rising. Hundreds of thousands killed at the hands of the cartels and the Chinese communists who are supplying them with precursor chemicals and laundering their money. What can we do with a border that is wide open for the cartels? Well, thanks for having me back, Lou. And unfortunately, I work with the families around America who are burying their children at record levels. Right now, we're losing about 9,000 Americans a month from drugs. And the majority of these deaths are from fentanyl poisoning uh, because the cartels are working with their partners in China And they're actually delivering like there's a tsunami of this poisonous substance coming into America. And they're very deceptive because the majority of of kids are, you know, addicted to some type of medicine, maybe at times. Or maybe they're just seeking some help from depression or anxiety. And they're taking these fake pills that are being produced in these dirty, filthy labs in Mexico. Cartels are taking total advantage. They're making billions of dollars, not only from the drug smuggling 
but from the migrant smuggling. So it's a new level. And actually, Lou, uh, synthetic drug production is something we've never seen at this level. And it's a game changer in America. And a lot of people are dying. A number one killer of uh, young American males, uh, what, what is it, 18 to 45. We are we're in a crisis. But I'm I'm thinking, how long have we been in a crisis? The Mexican drug cartels have been operating for a half century now, crossing the, the line, what used to be called the wet line uh, in Arizona, crossing that border, peddling their wares, and, and Americans die. This country has to take some responsibility, don't you think, Derek? Because Absolutely. We, ha we have been we've been accepting as collateral damage the deaths of untold numbers of Americans uh, for all that time. We've had a just uh, say no campaign. We've had a war on drugs, and all of it was fiction, wasn't it? Well, let's just look at it like this. I mean, the vulnerability that the Biden administration caused at our border has created a huge business opportunity over the last two years for the Mexican cartels, the Chinese criminal networks, and the corrupt and soft on crime leaders in Mexico. So it's not just drug, drug smuggling, it's migrant smuggling, sex trafficking, gun running. And But the big difference, Lou, is that over the last several years, we're getting these deadly substances coming out of these labs in Mexico. Before that, it was China. But China's behind all of it. They're sitting back using the cartels as a proxy to do their dirty work to destroy and destabilize our country. But the policies that this administrator put into place actually has created a whole new problem for this country when it comes to this crisis. I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. My problem as a, as a man who's followed this story uh, from, uh, from Yuma, Arizona, San Luis, uh, I, I am... <laughs> I am just sick and tired of it. Uh, I am really disgusted that the the law enforcement of the federal government, and I know that you ran uh, a good part of the DEA. Uh, I know many great Americans like you who have tried to stop this, working for various agencies, the DEA, uh, the FBI even, but uh, local law enforcement, the Border Patrol, of course, we have failed miserably because we haven't, in my opinion, ever expressed the political will to shut down that border and to protect this right. nation. And we've just accepted it. Now well, the deaths are just huge. I mean, we're talking about over 100,000 people. You know, the official number last year was 107,000 uh, Americans died. You and I both know that's bull. It had to be considerably higher. Uh, your thoughts about why we can't muster the courage, the, the will to shut this thing down. Well, great points, Lou. So let me make it clear. I'm very big supporter of law enforcement efforts. I know what they've been doing and the seizures they've been making, but that is not good enough because the cartels are like an army. They have to be treated like an army. And we're too soft with Mexico. That's been the case. We've been kissing their butts for way too long. And they're the ones on the cartel's payroll. They're facilitating the movement of these drugs across the country by keeping the cartels protected. That's why I've been a big supporter at declaring the cartels terrorists and also the use of military capabilities 
to actually shut down the command and control elements of the cartels. It's a real simple analogy. If you had a massive leak in your house from a pipe that exploded, you would shut down the main valve. That'd be the first thing you have to do. Well, our main valve for fentanyl poisoning is from the Mexican cartels in Mexico. So the U.S. government should be way more aggressive dealing with the Mexican officials and using all our power to be able to offer them support, just like we did in Colombia years ago. The problem right now you have, Lou, is that this president opened the border wide open. He doesn't want to continue to talk about the border. I mean, our border czar is nowhere to be found. She was declared the, the one who's going to save us, and she hasn't even been found. But the thing that's even more important is this Chinese influence and the Chinese money launderers picking up money all over the country. And this president will never talk about China because we know the business deals are overwhelming that he and his family or his family did with, with China, so they don't want to talk about it. But you're right. We need the political will. But I wish to God somebody would recognize that we can't rely on the soft on crime, corrupt leaders in Mexico to save American kids. We have to take action. We need to shut that border down. We need to be bold. We need to be aggressive and always put the American families and kids first. Right now, they're treated last, right? 1.5 million gotaways over the last couple of years. We don't know who the hell these people are. Just look at the terror watch list numbers. I mean, we already have 82, including the guy last week or this week, Afghan guy on the terror watch list in crossing in California. Last year, we had 98. When President Trump was in office in 2020, there were only three from the terror watch list. Now, just think about how many are in the country already. It's absolutely disgusting. And this is you're right. We have to be way more aggressive. And I'm sick and tired of it, too. Because I talk to the families. But you know what else where we failed, America, Lou? We don't even talk about this poisoning with our kids. The kids aren't listening to podcasts, mainstream media, cable news. They're on the video reels on social media. But we don't even have social media influences, athletes, and celebrities going into those sites and teaching these kids that they're going to die if they take a pill that they think is Xanax or Percocet. So we have failed miserably on the education front, and demand is way too high. Mental illness, anxiety, depression is off the charts. Kids are going to get medicated from from uh, for, with medication, and they're taking deadly drugs, and that's the problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. That's that's a big problem, a critical problem, an urgent problem. But we've got so many big, urgent, critical problems facing this country right now, Derek, as you note, as you know well, and as you are alerting the nation. I, I want to uh, I want to take up. 85,000 kids missing from uh, U.S. government uh, custody. No one seems to know where they are. The suspicion is that they've been uh, handed over to sex trafficking. We're going to continue our conversation with Derek Maltz. Stay with us. We'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. 
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is a warning, my fellow Americans. The news just broke and it's grim. The banking collapse of 2023 is now more devastating than the banking collapse of 2008. First Republic, PacWest, Silicon Bank, just a few of the latest casualties in this banking crisis. And don't wait for the email reading, quote, sorry, your account has been frozen, end quote. Take action now to protect what we've all worked so hard to build. Believe me, you can protect your wealth by utilizing a straightforward tax loophole that's entirely legal. Call my friends at American Alternative Assets. Ask them for your free wealth protection guide. Call 866, the number 3, USA Gold. That's right, call now, 866-386-2465. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without tax consequence. Call American Alternative Assets at 866 the number 3 USA Gold to claim your free gold and silver guide today. Once again, call now 866-387-2465. We're back now talking with Derek Maltz, former DEA. Uh, 85,000 kids we hear from a HHS official two weeks ago. No one really responds. 85,000 kids, minors, uh, in the hands of sex traffickers who have been uh, in the custody of U.S. authorities. This is outrageous. And I am, I'm going to use the expression again, I'm sick and tired of everyone understanding what the, the tragedy is, the pain of the suffering, the misery, and the death that is the result of this administration. Biden is a killer. He's aligned. We talked about the Chinese. This administration is aligned with that weak uh, Mexican government that you talked about. Uh, Lopez Obrador is uh, an absolute tool uh, of these cartels. The cartels run that border in Mexico. And guess what? With Biden in office, we now know that they have operational control of our border because Biden has handed it over to them. Am I right or wrong? No, you're 100% right. I mean, in a way, if you look at conspiracy laws and facilitation, the definition, our government has facilitated the largest sex trafficking and human smuggling operation in the history of America. That's really the facts. I don't think anyone can dispute that. I mean, Bill Malusian put out a statistic this past week. Like last week, there were like 83,000 apprehensions in a week, which could fill up the entire Dallas Cowboys football stadium just in one week. We had three days, 10,000 each day apprehensions. This is stuff we've never seen. What's happening, though, in a very simple way, is the cartels are master entrepreneur business people as well. They are studying our weaknesses and taking total advantage of the vulnerabilities. So they understand how we operate. They're flooding the zone, as we call it. They're putting mass amounts of migrants into a certain zone 
consuming the resources of Border Patrol, and then just sending all their high-value targets into America. Every American should be very concerned about what's in our country now because of this wide-open border and the lack of accountability. And you're right. When it comes to those children, when Donald Trump was in office, I don't remember all the details, but they were so, like, you know, crazy about all these kids being split up from their families and everything. And now you don't even hear about it on the news as 85,000 kids are somewhere in America. Probably most of them are probably being trafficked, right? That's what's happening. These stash houses. When I went to the border, Lou, one of the things I couldn't believe when I got briefed by DPS and the uh, and the brave men and women at the CBP, what I learned, my head is still, I'm still like pissed off. These stash houses where they pile in you know, hundreds of migrants with no air conditioning because they're not paying enough money. They don't have water. Then they pile them in tractor trailers and they burn to death inside their bodies because the, the temperature is over 100 degrees in these tractor trailers. And the cartels, they don't give it. They don't care. They just make it so much money. And then the fact that our government doesn't speak out about this and doesn't get upset. This is an American issue. It's not a Republican or a Democrat. We don't want to see these people dying in our custody. And or in the custody of the cartels. So it's really, really uh, just a total lack of law and order and accountability. Like Tom Holman said it perfectly, and I steal his line because he knows the border better than most people that I know in this country. And he said, you know, for the first time now, it's actually legal to be illegally in America. Think about that. Such mixed messages to our kids and to our communities. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. But you know what? This country was disgusting enough to elect Joe Biden, or select him if you prefer. Uh, I think he's an illegitimate president because I know what happened and the American people have the facts in front of them uh, right now. Uh, I mean, we can go through the list of what happened in that election, and it was a vast left-wing conspiracy to deny Donald Trump his re-election. But leaving that aside, I am more appalled by the the rancid corruption of the FBI and the DOJ, which was validated once again in the Durham report the other day. Uh, this is this is a corrupt federal government, corrupt federal agencies. I'm talking about the FBI. I'm talking about the intel, the intel community itself. These are scurrilous, uh, low as snake belly lowlifes running these organizations that should be focused on the national interest and national security. But you and I can talk straight here, Derek. The American people don't have a government that's working for them. They've got a federal government that is targeting them, our middle class, working men and women, their family. These are Marxist globalist elites who are trying to destroy this country. Otherwise, there is no excuse for the federal government not going after those drug cartels and telling China to get the hell out of our country with deadly drugs of any kind and in this nonsense with Mexico. You know, this country doesn't have a good record going after third, third world countries. Mexico is an emerging country, but I have to tell you, I don't want to just put it on Mexico because this belongs on China as well. And either this country has leaders with the guts to say the hell with anyone. I don't care whether they are an emerging superpower like China or an emerging country like Mexico. We are 
the American people are tired of being screwed with by their media, by their government, by our, our enemies abroad. When is this crap going to end? When will there be a sense of reality? Well, that's a great question. I mean, look, I, I refer to this as like seagull leadership. So Joe Biden, the border czar, and some of these clowns that they have running these agencies have done the seagull. They, they, they poop and they fly away. So the next president, Republican or Democrat, has to clean up this mess. And this mess is something we've never seen before. Because internally now, these people are in our country. And God forbid, we don't know what they're planning. But, you know, like over the weekend, eight more dead in Portland, Oregon. We had 18 dead not too long ago in Milwaukee. We had 40 that were poisoned in Onondaga County, upstate New York, real just a while ago. Every day I track the mass poisonings in this country, Lou, and just that alone pisses me off that we're not talking about this. We're not. Why hasn't the president declared a public health national security emergency and had a summit at the White House? And got the, the most famous celebrities, athletes, social media influences. You know, look, one thing that pisses me off right now is that the Democrats are smart enough to bring in social media influences to the White House to push out their nasty lies about their about their uh, their campaign and all the six, six, you know all the uh, victories they've had. But why are they not using those social media influences to talk to the kids? Tell the kids to stay away from these fake pills. And only get pills if it's prescribed by your doctor and comes from CVS or Walgreens or reputable pharmacy. The problem is, is there's no excuse for that. And I've called them out in Congress, and I still haven't had anybody tell me we're moving down in that direction and having this done. So how do you explain that, Lou? You've been around, and you know this stuff better than I do. How do you explain that they're not even willing to talk about the deadly poison coming in and use these social media influences to do it? Makes no sense to me. Well, I think I can make some sense out of it. Uh, one is Barack Obama was talking about his third term of office uh, while he was president. Uh, Joe Biden is nothing more than a compromised, impaired puppet president. And I believe that he is quite clearly taking his orders from a cabal of Marxist Dems. And I believe that cabal is led by its chieftain, uh, that is Barack Obama. That's my view. Uh, I, I can find no other explanation. When I look at what is going on about the, all of the discussion about the corruption of the Biden family, uh, <clears throat> I buy, excuse me, I buy most of it, but the part I don't buy is the big guy. I really think that the big guy in the Biden crime family is Barack Obama. He is the guy who was in charge of our government when the uh, intel chiefs took after uh, Donald Trump uh, before he was even elected. He is the same guy who allowed his intel chiefs to sign a letter uh, and 51 veterans of the intel community lying through their teeth about Russian disinformation. So let me tell you, we have a government that is conspiring against us. We have a party, the Democrat Party, that is the Marxist Dem Party. They mean to destroy the American family, the American way of life, the, and our middle class as well as everything about this republic, whether it's our, then they tell everybody what they're going to do. They're going to pack the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, they, they're straightforward about it. They mean to destroy this great constitutional republic. Do you think, do you think I could be possibly correct in that view?
Well, I can tell you for a fact, because I was there running the Special Operations Division, when it comes to the synthetic drug bombing campaign by China, Barack Obama was the president, Joe Biden was the vice president, Eric Holder was the attorney general, and that started right around 2008, 2009 with K2 spice, bath salts, and then fentanyl. And by the way, Lou, what it is now is they're selling the tranquilizer for animals called Trank, xylazine, and they're pushing that from the Chinese websites into our country. They're making more powerful synthetic opioids like etanidazine, isonidazine, nidazine, which are new psychoactive substances that are now getting mixed into these fake pills and killing kids all over the country. And you know where that's coming from? China. So it's another phase in the unrestricted warfare to destroy America, destabilize America. And that all started under President Obama. And we briefed the Department of Justice on this, what we call perfect storm. And we had an operation called Deadly Merchant to address this. And now look where we're at now. Well, we've, we, I think we've witnessed President Obama let his vice president sell the vice president's office and influence uh, while uh, in his uh, second term. Uh, Hillary Clinton as well, never an investigation of the Clinton Foundation. Uh, do you think this federal government is just as crooked as it can be, folks? Because I sure do. We're going to continue here with Derek Maltz. And what in the world are we doing with China, with Mexico, and all that has aligned against this country, including the Biden regime itself? We continue with The Great America Show right after these words. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. We're back with Derek Maltz. And Derek, uh, it's great to have you with us. And I, I want to turn to the issue that really is at hand when we talk about the border. There's an open border. There's a, a nasty crisis and fentanyl and every other deadly drug. We have a crisis in every direction we turn. There is not a single policy directive. There is not a single policy initiative on the part of this administration that is aimed at protecting the Republic, the American people, and preserving our way of life. I can't find one. So what are we doing with all of these agencies? The FBI is worthless. It's nothing but a political arm of the Marxist Dem Party. Uh, the Department of Justice isn't interested in justice. It's interested in suppression. Where do we go from here? Well, that's a great question. We have to unify the best and brightest patriots in one task force setting. 
to be able to go after these threats, which are getting more and more sophisticated, more complex. And we have a lot of obstacles like technology right now is a big problem. Like if you look at the Chinese money laundering systems that they've implemented for the cartels, we can't even really infiltrate them because they're using Chinese banking apps. They're using WeChat, which is not a U.S. company. And they're moving money like we've never seen in the history of this country. And they have Chinese students here in America on visas that are picking up suitcases of cash from the Mexican cartels. And then they're buying land. The business uh, Chinese businessmen are buying land, property, farms and real estate and investments in our country. But the thing is, is that the only hope we have is if we stay united. Law enforcement can only do a certain amount. If you don't have prosecutions and extraditions and significant incarcerations, then you're not going to really deter the bad guys. So good example is what's going on now, Lou, in El Salvador with the new president. Apparently, I'm no expert on this, but in reading the news reports, he's built this supermax security prison and he's putting all those MS-13 savages in that prison and crime is down to an all-time low in the history of El Salvador, I understand. And it's actually becoming more and more safe. But in our country, we do the opposite. We get these people and then we let them out the same day because of the bail reform and the progressive policies in these democratic cities around the country. I mean, just look at Chicago and New York and San Francisco as an example, or Portland, Oregon, or wherever. And these criminals just, they have no fear. They just go out, cause massive chaos. So if we don't stop that and hold people accountable, we're never going to put this back, this genie back in the bottle. Right now, it's like we've never seen. I mean, they're breaking down glasses of shopping centers and going in and stealing everything, not getting you know prosecuted. Even in the federal side, one of the biggest complaints for the families is that when these people are selling poison to their kids and killing them, they want to see murder charges. So we do have like some federal prosecutors, like in California, they just announced like 13 new indictments on these poisoning of the kids. But around the country, most of the prosecutors, they run away from it. And there's no accountability on the on the Department of Justice system to prosecute. Look what happened, Lou, with the nine years of the bombing of corporate America's uh, opioid pills. 100 billion opioids were pushed into America in a, in a nine-year period, thanks to the Washington Post investigative story. And Big Pharma was never held accountable. They got fined here and there and stuff like that. But they just got so many Americans addicted to these opioids with no accountability. That's because the money that all of these law firms were making and all of these government people and somehow had their hand in the pot, it's it's corruption to the max. And that's now continuing at levels like when I read some of the Durham report yesterday, I was absolutely disgusted because I've worked with some great American patriots from the FBI. When they sign on to the FBI, FBI's fidelity, bravery and integrity. These people believe that when they sign on, they look forward to a career in integrity and leadership, but they weren't getting it over the period of time when they're going after Trump and working with the Clinton campaign to, to destroy Trump. And the, and the destruction is still going on with the, pre, the former president, what they're doing to him and his family. And then you look at why hasn't Hunter been indicted yet? I can't answer that, but I've been an investigator my whole life. My father was an investigator for 30 years. I have it in my DNA. You could see that one a mile away, the, the influence peddling and, and all of the corruption. But 
he's not been indicted. How do you explain that? I explained it with just what you, that word you just used. I mean, these, these people are so corrupt. They own the system. The FBI is owned lock, stock, and barrel by the Marxist Dems, and uh, there are some good people. And a few of them have stood up and now are whistleblowers. But the, now whistleblowers and informants are disappearing, uh, bringing information to the House investigation committees. We're dealing with full-on racketeering on the part of the Biden regime. Uh, he may be the big guy, Joe Biden. I think it is Barack Obama. That's my best bet. And with his godfather, George Soros, uh, on his shoulder. This is, uh, this is a time for people to be straight. Uh, I'm not going to talk about what a great organization the FBI was, because now it's on TV, what, four times a week? They're, I don't know how much they pay for those, those programs to talk about what great people they are. But I'll tell you this, it's pure nonsense. The leadership of the FBI is amongst the most rancid in this country. The CIA is the same. The intelligence community. Uh, look at this Congress, the radical Dems. Uh, they, they put out information from those investigative committees uh, in the House of Representatives. They leak it to the newspapers before they can even get the, the papers collated uh, in those committees. I mean, it's outrageous what we're looking at. This is a fight, and the American people, all I just want people to understand here, I'm begging you, believe, believe what you see. And what you have to be seeing is what the rest of us are. You hear Derek talking about fentanyl and the people dying from overdose and, and their lives being destroyed by addiction. And what's happening? We've got, with what, how many, Derek, how many people do you think we've got in federal law enforcement? We have the DEA, we have the ATF, we've got the Border Patrol. We, we've got intelligence agencies, the DIA, the CIA. Yeah, I mean, what? There are now 18 of them, most of them in the Department of Defense. What in the hell do they do all day? Well, I can they're, tell not, you. they're not, they're not, they're not getting a job done anywhere. Not well, anywhere. Well, one thing I could tell you, because I work very closely with, you know, like ATF, DEA, Homeland Security Investigations, and just from, and CBP and Border Patrol. Like, if you look at, I, I just got to bring up something because I failed to say it earlier, which is very interesting to me. When Donald Trump was in the office, the first six months of 2020, there were 236 apprehensions, 236,000 apprehensions. This first six months, we've had 1.2 million. When he was in office, the first six months, there was a total of 1,326 pounds of fentanyl seized. Now we have 13.9 thousand pounds of fentanyl seized. So that kind of tells a story like the production's off the charts, the demand is off the charts, the board is creating this unbelievable opportunity. But I do know, like, for example, the DEA last year working with their partners sees 57 million fake pills. That's a lot of pills, considering six out of 10 of those pills can potentially kill a person in America. So law enforcement is saving a lot of lives by seizing the poison. But this poison shouldn't even be getting here. We should be destroying those labs, aggressively pursuing the cartels, and dec decimating them. They are the biggest threat this country has faced. Even my AUKUS said at the end of March to the Senate panel that the deaths of, from fentanyl is the single biggest challenge we have in America. But yet the border is just like still wide open, consuming our resources, and this poison's getting in here in record levels, and we're still not dealing with it. And that's that's really, really disappointing. 
They, the law enforcement people, in my opinion, are doing a pretty good job at saving lives. But they can't do it without the support of the White House and the other agencies that are responsible for doing things internationally, for an example. So it's yeah. dysfunctional, Lou, if you want me to be honest. It's dysfunctional. It's There's no leadership. A leader is supposed to eliminate confusion, not create it. I mean, our leader is the migrant president. Even AMLO calls him the migrant president. So everyone knows this is about getting these people in this country, give them driver's licenses, give them benefits, give them voters, you know, voter opportunities so the Republicans can never win again with this with the way it's going. And if you add in mail in ballots and anonymous voters, it's not fair. Even the elections. Right. It's not fair. It's not going to get any better unless we take a more aggressive stance. Let me be clear. Derek, I'm, going to, I'm saying this to, to you and to the audience. Let me be clear. This country has the most corrupt government in the hemisphere. I don't care who talks about Mexico's corruption. I don't care about El Salvador. I don't Venezuela. The United States government is the most corrupt in the hemisphere because they are so successfully pretending to be something else. The results are absolutely disastrous, destructive, and will mean the death of this republic unless we do something about it. Uh, by the way, the drug deaths, no reason for any administration to worry about it. It's just the cost of doing business. And that's what this is. It's the drug business. It's the cartel business. And they are running. I mean, look, I mean, no one has to. Th Let me ask you this as we wrap up, Derek. You're an investigator for years. If you're sitting there watching this White House not do anything about an open border, the result of which are deaths, devastation, destruction. Don't you, does it the first thing that has to come to your mind? Isn't it corruption? 100%. And let me just add to this, Lou, because you brought it up. When I used to go on the news all the time and talk about the corrupt leaders in Mexico, Central America, after a while, I kind of toned that down. You know why? Because I felt like a hypocrite. Who am I to criticize the president of Honduras or the president of Venezuela or Mexico when we have that going on in this country? There's no chance we'd be in this situation if it wasn't, you know, corruption all over the place. I mean, it's very obvious. You don't have to be an investigator to see it. Like we have to have law and order. And right now there is no law and order. That's the problem. There's no accountability, no law and order. So the country is going to you know, ultimately on this path, it's going to go through a tunnel and off the cliff. And that's yeah. where we're headed, off a cliff, if we don't get this thing turned around. Everybody remember where you heard it first, right here on The Great America Show. I said that the United States is the most corrupt government in this hemisphere. The most corrupt. And I mean every single word that I am saying. Derek, I appreciate you being with us. Derek Maltz, we uh, we respect you so much and for all you do and keep the case uh, in front of the American people. Uh, we have to do that. Thanks, my friend, for being with us. Thank you very much and have a great week. Derek Maltz, a great American. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Here tomorrow, our guest will be my good friend and former colleague, Monica Crowley, host of the Monica Crowley podcast. Please join us here tomorrow on The Great America Show. Till then, thanks, God bless you and God bless America.